0: Deep Nerder contains explicit content. It is also fact check ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill.
1: And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it in the coffin.
0: We think Britt might have COVID.
1: Whee! I called the twenty four hour coco vivo because I felt like I was on the cusp of death last night. And now I'm fine.
0: And now she's back.
1: It's good. <laughs> we'll see what tomorrow brings.
0: <laughs> we could almost say that you bounced back. Yeah,
1: kind of. Dylan's like, You don't even look sick. And I'm like, Do the dishes, Dill. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> Did he do them well? Is the question. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Good, <laughs> so, good boy. He had a
1: little remorse for me. <laughs>
0: well, that's sincere. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I guess tune in next week to see if um. If you're dead. Yeah. If Jill has to come back or not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, between just, that and the possibility it's a of. Show. Yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> but I was gonna say between that and the possibility of me ending up on my own true crime podcast. Yeah, <laughs> the Kelsey show. My life is a tornado right now. Oh, well, it's actually not that bad. I'm being very dramatic. It's just not as it's not my regular scheduled programming, and uh, it's starting to affect my mental health. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She's got to get routine. I need those. I need I need them routines back. But uh, routine it. One day at a time.
1: What rhymes with routine?
0: Trampoline. Woo You actually missed my segment <laughs> earlier. I was like, You could say oh. you bounced back. Oh no, I
1: did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but this was better. I'm like, this
1: was yeah, better. I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you talking about, bitch? The listeners are like, Okay guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. And yeah, so trampolines. Trampolines. The bringers of all absolute fun and cat complete catastrophe.
1: Oh yeah. We were sending it before that became a meme. We were
0: sending <laughs> it. We were jumping off of the tr- roofs of tree houses onto trampolines. Oh, yeah. The roofs of our homes. Jumping off
1: trampolines into swimming pools.
0: Jumping. That was a moment. Yeah, off roofs onto trampolines filled with water. Like, what the oh, fuck?
1: Oh, yeah. I remember there being hoses on trampolines. Yeah. And then you do bum drop and then the water would, like, slap you in the face. That was pretty good.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, I had the trampoline that was like, you'll have to enlighten me because you did, you covered the the essence of the trampoline, but I, I had the one that was like the rubber, is it rubber? What is it? The rubber. middle, I don't know. The middle part of the trampoline that you bounced on was, uh, it, water couldn't go through it. So if it rained, you had to tip it on its side. So it was very ideal for... Filling up with a hose oh. and then like putting note on it or some shit. Yeah,
1: slip the slider. Yeah, the neighbor kid well, they weren't I guess everybody's a neighbor in Topley. They Aww. had one like that. <laughs> Aww. Where you had to bring a signed note from your parent. And I believe I dragged my little sister over there with a note that I forged, and they're nope. like, No. <laughs> I was really young too, like I, oh man, maybe like five or six.
0: I like <laughs> the ingenuity. You're like, I'm doing this.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna forge my signature. My mom's like, no, <laughs> you're not. You're not jumping on that damn trampoline. But they Aww. had the same. Was
0: it, was it like it was that like? Was a... It was like a teal one.
1: Yeah. I think
0: yeah, mine was like a teal.
1: Yeah, I think it was teal. Oh fuck. Yeah, and it wasn't circular either.
0: No, it's mine was square.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it must have been the same one. Sweet. Yeah, those ones were hardcore. Yeah, those and my ones mom was super fuck against, against it Yeah, and you, know you
0: know what? You can tell your mom you're right, because I broke <laughs> an arm on mine.
1: Yeah, she's like, You gotta snap your fucking neck.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And we're you like, mean, Whatever, too. mom.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna forge your note. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna forge a note from you. Yours know truly, Miss Carlin. <laughs>
0: yeah. What I did when I was younger, uh, for uh speaking of forging is <laughs> <and> <laughs> <Speaking> of forging. <laughs> in elementary school, uh, my best friend, Emily and I wanted to go join like band practice or whatever the fuck, because we wanted to, we had a, a portable in the back with a music teacher. And we, at, when we got a certain age, we were allowed to join the class and learn how to play an instrument right so obviously yeah. every single person wants to learn guitar guess what our school doesn't have any guitars they're like fuck this nice classical or bust which i think that's not correct i think guitars or whatever Anyways.
1: yeah maybe they didn't have the funding or something
0: yeah well probably small farm-ass school so looking around the portable like what are we gonna play like we have an oboe we have, an oboe
1: fucking, <laughs> they have an oboe but not a
0: guitar <laughs> so many obscure instruments like a tuba i think
1: but only Uh, one of each
0: yeah and like some weird string instruments not like violin because they were like fuck no don't let kids near those things uh they have (laughs) one tenor saxophone and they had two alto saxophones so emily and i were alto saxophone players and it was fun until we realized we didn't actually give a fuck about this (laughs) So, in true form, we started taking our... We had these little grids on paper, and you'd have to put your name at the top, and uh, you'd have to fill in the square. Each square was a half hour you practiced per week. Oh. Bring it back to the music teacher with your parents' autograph at the end of the grid so Mm -hmm. that they couldn't cheat, um, because you couldn't, like, go in front or, or, uh, like, past it. Right. So... Emily and I were like, fuck this noise. We're going to fill in the grids and then just forge our mom's signatures. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Easy peasy. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and we did it, and it worked, and we were like, this is amazing. So we just kept doing it, and it kept working. And <laughs> until my mom and Emily's mom, because they're friends, sat us down one day and were like, so Mr. Duncan knows that you and Emily have been forging our signatures for weeks now. And... <laughs> Just wanted to see how long it was gonna go on, but it's not stopping. So we have to stop this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, so funny. We we were so much.
0: We were just monsters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the little did you guys know is like kids are so dumb. (laughs) Yeah, kids are so stupid. We were so (laughs) stupid. Oh total dumbass.
0: And I thought it was so clever. Yeah, Mr. Duncan's looking at these janky-ass mother signatures.
1: Like, fuck I that know. noise. Uh-huh, okay, yeah. so do they use their left hands on Wednesdays? Probably Yeah, not. exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, There you go, <laughs> a little sidebar. Jing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> Trampoline. A trampoline is a device consisting of a piece of taut, strong fabric stretched between a steel frame using many coiled springs. Not all trampolines have springs. As a spring-free trampoline uses glass reinforced plastic rods, people bounce on trampolines for recreational and competitive purposes. Okay. The fabric that uses that users bounce on comically comically ha <laughs> commonly known as the bounce mat or the trampoline bed is not elastic itself. The elasticity is provided by the springs that connect into the frame, which store potential energy. Ooh, science. Um, I have to look a little further into the glass reinforced plastic rods because I did make a mental note of that and I lost it <laughs> before we Actually, got here. It's all good. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Cause I was like, wow, what the heck's that?
0: Well, do you remember, I'm. you'll probably get into it, but, like, I do distinctly remember a moment <clears throat> when I'd already grown out of the trampoline. I mean, you, I don't think you really ever grow out of the trampoline, but you grow out of the I'm going home every day to bounce on this thing Yeah. age. And, like, I think this is at this point I moved out. And I remember, like, driving down a street and seeing a trampoline with, like, you're going to love what I'm about to say. <laughs> seeing, seeing a trampoline with those rods, with the mesh around it. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Totally. Right? And you're like, now. Well, yeah, now I'm like, that's fucking sick. That's super safe.
1: But it... Still gonna get stuck in the freaking springs, even though there's a yeah, map. and whatever. Uh, that's a uh, thing anywhere. there. Fine. <laughs>
0: that's part of the fun. But uh, I remember seeing the safety things back then and just being like, oh my god, fucking nerds.
1: <laughs> Your mom won't let you jump on the trap without yeah. the safety net.
0: Yeah, like, I fell off and had a concussion, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, god. <sighs> These are the things that are going to make us survive beyond what we need to survive.
0: <laughs> yeah, licking subway poles. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh boy. The types of trampolines. <laughs> the frame is a competitive of a competitive trampoline is made out of steel and can be made to fold up for transportation to competitive venues. The trampoline bed is re- rectangular. 4.28 by 2.14 meters mm-hmm. in size, fitted to the 5.05 by 2.91 meters All right. uh, meters frame, Dimensions. which is around <laughs> I know around 110 steel springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bed is made out of strong fabric, although it's not it's elf elastic the elasticity is provided only by the springs the fabric woven from webbing which is most commonly used as uh, most commonly used material so however
0: no no, go ahead go ahead go ahead i'm sorry go
1: however in 2007 world championship held in quebec city a ross bed or two-string bed woven from individual thin strings was used this type of bed gives a little extra height to the rebound. Oh,
0: my God.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to ask if uh, if you knew which one would be the one we could fill up with water, the one I had, and the other one, fabric, I fabric-wise.
1: I think it's going to be the recreational mat that I'm going to say. They don't really totally say. <laughs> fair. Totally fair. Yeah, recreational trampolines for home use are less sturdily constructed than a competitive ones, and their springs are weaker. They may they may be of various shapes, though most are circular. Octal, oh. octonal, octonal, fuck There's the octagon, one. the octagon shape, that one, o- octagonal. <laughs> the- yes. Okay. Oct- octagonal (laughs) the octagon shape you're thinking too much, think less think less, nothing more (laughs) or rectangular the fabric is usually waterproof canvas or woven polypropylene material, wow (laughs) as with competitive trampolines, recreational trampolines are usually made of coiled steel springs to provide the rebound force, but spring free trampolines also exist So, So, I'm going to say it's probably the big P word.
0: The waterproof one.
1: Yes. Nice. Or no, sorry. The waterproof one is canvas. Okay.
0: Yeah. There we go. go. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. I remember we had a later generation, well, the neighbor up the road kids (laughs) (laughs) had a, a newer version and it was woven. So, it was like. The water would stick around, but as you bounced, it would, like, go away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, like, yeah, the halfway. woven ones, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a halfway there thing. All right. Oh, Bex, don't text me now, you crazy. Anyways, She's let's get it. She's gonna live her life. She's gonna just start texting me like a mad woman in the next ten minutes. That's okay, because we're gonna okay. talk about trampoline history, and that's fun. Nice. Because there's a whole lot of history I never really thought about until right now. Just about being a jackass on a dangerous thing. But this is more interesting. All right. So, early trampoline-like devices. A game similar to trampolining was developed by the Inuit, who would toss blanket dancers into the air on walrus skin one at a time during a spring celebration of whale harvest. There is also some evidence of uh, people in Europe having been tossed in the air by a number of people holding the blanket. Okay. Oh, sorry. Holding a blanket. Mac in the Wakefield mystery play, the Second Shepherd's Play, and the Sancho Panza in Don Quixote mm-hmm. <laughs> are both subjected to blanket blanketing. However, these are clearly non-voluntary, non-recreational. Non-rec- Instances of quasi-judicial mob-administered punishments. Wow. <laughs> I never. So uh, yeah, i have never watched those plays. Okay. So if you want to see someone tortured, no. That's how well. you. <laughs> well, we don't know what these people did, so maybe, maybe there's purpose to it, or maybe it's Probably just really not. horrifying.
0: <laughs> there was. I'm not gonna cover this, but speaking of fucked-up tortures, there was like a a Texas couple, I think were mm-hmm. like punishing a child. So they made the child jump on the trampoline for hours with no water no. or food and the kid t- died. <laughs> but,
1: like what?
0: I, I know. I was like, like,
1: what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. And why I, are you, you, what? Don't yeah. people just send kids to their room? Yeah. Not the fucking heat on a thing where you have to actively be
0: active on it was a very yeah, so questionable god oh god. That's just, so fucked. Like, the brain was not on and now yeah. the bad things have happened.
1: Yeah, like what did you think was going to happen?
0: <laughs> Unclear. What the fuck? Yeah. They're like it's so be fine. That was recent. So there's still torture devices evidently. Oh, wow. That's really fucked. Correct. Ew, what the hell? Oh, Sorry. <laughs> No,
1: it's just, it's not you, it's the parents. I'm like, I don't know, man. Oh, I know I didn't do
0: it, but I brought it up.
1: Yeah, that was fine. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Alright. The trampoline-like life nets, once used by firefighters to catch people jumping out of burning buildings, were invented in 1887. That just reminds me of Chuck and Larry. Nice. (laughs) The 19th century poster for Pablo Francki's Circus Royale uh, refers to performances on trampoline. The device is thought to have been more like a springboard than fabric and coiled springs apparatus presently in use. Okay. These may be... Ooh, these may not be... Oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. Everybody's blowing up the phone right now. I'm trying to read from it. (laughs) These may not be true ascendants of the modern sport trampolining, but indicate that the concept of bouncing off fabric surfaces have been around for some time. In the early years of the 20th century, some acrobats used bouncing bed on stage to amuse the audiences. The bouncing bed was formed of small trampoline covered by bedcloth on which acrobats performed mostly comedy routines. Mm -hmm. According to the circus folklore... Trampoline was supposedly first developed by the artist named Du Trampolin who oh. so, saw <laughs> the possibility of using the trapeze safe safety net as a form of propulsion landing device and experimented with different systems of suspension, Nice. eventually reducing the net to practical size for separate performance. Nice. While trampoline like devices were used for shows and the circus, the true story of do Trampolinen is almost certainly a- oh wow. <laughs> There's so many big words in here. Uh a profile. Okay. Yeah. It's a good one. A P O C R Y P H A L. I like it. Yeah. Google it, guys. <laughs> no documentary <laughs> evidence has been found to support it. So this is folklore. I like some folklore. It's just some uh, bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's not true. No, I'm kidding. Anything circus is probably true. All right. So the first modern trampoline. The first modern trampoline was built by George Neeson and Larry Griswold okay. in 1936. Nice. Neeson was a gymnast, was in... Uh, He was a gymnast and diving competitor, and Gristle was a tumbler on the gymnastics team, both at the University of Iowa, United States. They had observed trapeze artists using tight net and added entertainment value to their performance and experimented by stretching a piece of canvas in which they had inserted gourmets along each side. Grommets. Grommets. The grommets <laughs> along each side to angle uh, to an angle iron frame that means of coil springs. It was initially used to train tumblers, but soon became popular in its own right. Nissen explained that name that the name came from the Spanish trampolín, meaning a diving board. Mm-hmm. Nissen ha- had heard. Uh, okay, Neeson had heard the world on the dem- demonstration tour in Mexico in the late 1930s and decided to use an anglicized form of the, as a trademark for apparatus. Mm-hmm. For the apparatus. In 1942, Griswold and Neeson created Griswold Neeson Trampoline and Tumbling Company and became making, began making trampolines uh, commercially in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The generic term of the trademark trampoline was rebound tumbler, and the sport became rebound tumbling, as Ooh. it has since lost its trademark and has become generic trademark. <clears throat> Which tumbling is pretty crazy. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that show Cheer on Netflix. The tumblers are insane. You, you should watch it. These kids, they're like these kids that are like in college or whatever. In the states, I can't remember what state it is, but it's one specific college where they're—it's like bring it on. Mm-hmm. They're the best in the entire um, country, but these athletes are out of control. <laughs> but so, is it like—is it like like
0: what Jordan does then?
1: Uh well, what does he do necessarily? He's well, a stuntman. He's, an he's an a stuntman. So he
0: tumbles essentially, like.
1: Yeah. Um, I think tumbling is kind of like. How do you explain it? It's kind of like. Shit, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, likely. (laughs) Likely. Cool. Yeah. I'll do it. Assuming you have to roll out of something eventually, which would end as the tumble. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I just know that there is a group of people that are called the Tumblers. That's so funky, though. I love it. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm I'm going to look that up later. Didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's, a it's just crazy to see what the human body can achieve. <laughs> oh my god, we're fucking I'm like, nuts. Eating chips, watching it. I'm like
0: <laughs> but that's what I mean. Even, like, <laughs> oh the layers of the onion. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag just... Shrekfest. Yeah, I'm just a Shrekfest over here. <laughs> no, I mean. What a Shrekfest. No, I mean, like, just people in general. It's like, it's just bonkers what we can put our bodies through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, we're not even going to talk about childbirth here, but oh, God. why is there not an app for that? <laughs> an app for
1: that. Fact. Here's your checklist of things that your body can handle. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or like getting so dehydrated from being a um, figure competitor that you literally shit something that's the size of a medium to large Yeti bottle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we talking from experience? <laughs>
0: uh, yes. A friend
1: of a friend of mine. Yeah. you <laughs> like, dang, I should probably smell some water later. Should I... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll That's have all, a he was all. Later, it I was only smell. allowed
0: to smell water. That was the problem.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Well, checking that off the list. The T V yeah. thing. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> all right. So now we're gonna sit talk about. Use in flight and astronaut training. During World War II, the United States Navy Flight School developed the use of the trampoline in its training of pilots and navigators, giving them concentrated practice in a spatial orientation that had not been possible before. After the war, development of the space flight program again brought the trampoline into use to help train both american and soviet astronauts giving them experience of vi- variable body positions in flight It's kind of cool i mean i think that'd be the funnest part just doing flips before you start flying your airplane
0: <laughs> yeah I, I like i like well you know what i'm afraid but i like it
1: <laughs> yeah. well that's just the gist of trampolines i'm afraid but i like it yeah well yeah yeah okay yeah yeah I'm afraid but I like it. Mm-hmm. These people really like it.
0: That's Competitive good.
1: sports. You have to trust that
0: trampoline. I and used to have a friend that did that. He he was oh, this is fun. Sorry, quick sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, a a friend. We're still we still we're acquaintances at this point, but um he was a very, very good friend of mine growing up and he's still an incredibly lovely individual. Actually, he got married and had a baby girl on my birthday. So oh, wow. Yeah, I love it. I think so much. He did that for your friendship. You know what? I can't take any of that credit. I think it was all his wife. Yeah, probably. I'm like I'm like I knew I loved this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but um when we were so he was a competitive skier and I believe he skied for Team Canada. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. Even if he didn't, that's how I think of him. I think of him as this glorious, amazing human being that's capable of everything. And uh also very kind, like he's a good person. Anyways, oh
1: nice
0: before he did, maybe there was some crossover. But I, when he was younger, before he did was so successful in the skiing industry, he did competitive trampoline.
1: That's hilarious, right?
0: And it's actually kind <laughs> of a network national... exactly works for his skiing. Yeah, it's probably why he was so fucking good at it because he was so aware of himself in the air. Yeah, yeah, that's right? really cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, it's so very very cool. Only person I ever have known that's done that. So yeah, I haven't heard of anyone. Right? right. Exactly. That's why I was Nine like, I know one. Sidebar. <laughs> sidebar. I have something that's real relevant. Super relevant. <laughs> I have a story. Gonna talk about, yeah. It's not going to be forging. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Turns out he forced his mom's signature and then became champion
0: trampolinist. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) The two of us? Possibly.
1: He could probably force his
0: mom's signature, but she said, that's okay later on. Yeah, she's like, that was the best thing you ever did. Thank you. You're my favorite (laughs) child.
1: I will cheer you on forever, for always. (laughs) Oh, man. Cute. Let's talk about it. The first trampoline world... Championships were organized by Ted Blake of Nissan, cool, and held in London in 1964. The first world champions were both American, Dan McMillan and Judy Will's Klein. Klein went on to dominate and become the most highly decorated decorated trampoline champion of all time.
0: Oh my God, so cool.
1: Yeah, so sorry to your pal, but Judy's got it. Ah, you know (laughs) what.
0: He got bit up by a Judy. (laughs) (laughs) He was was destined to conquer that ski hill. There you go. And at least take me on one lesson where I proceeded to lose control, slide down the hill, and smack into another human being. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's like, okay.
1: (laughs) And then I never (laughs) did
0: it again.
1: So we never talked again. Just kidding. <laughs> and
0: that was the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the
1: earliest pioneers of trampoline as a competitive sport was Jeff Hennessy, a coach at the university of Louisiana and Lafayette. Hennessy also coached, uh, you, you, the, the United States trampoline team, producing more world champions than any other person. Among his world champions was his daughter, Lee Hennessy. Both Jeff and Lee Hennessy are in the USA Gymnastics Hall of Fame. The competitive gymnast sports of trampolining has been part of Olympic Games since 2000. On a modern competitive trampoline, a skilled athlete can bounce to the height up to 10 meters. That's freaking, that's freaky. Hey, someone's got to do it. Performing multiple somersaults and twists. Trampolines are also featured in competitive sports of slam ball, a variant of basketball, and boss ball, a variant of volleyball. Slam ball. Oh, be- <laughs> Extreme sports. What sports, sports. Extreme cheddar. <laughs> uh, Cross training for other sports. There's a number of other sports that use trampolines to help develop the. And hone the acrobatic skills and training before they use the actual sporting venue. Example can be found in diving, gymnastics, and freestyle skiing. Ooh, um,
0: <laughs> the pool I swim laps at has uh, they're, they're a bunch of competitive divers, mm-hmm. and they have a trampoline area set up with the with the supports. Ah, well, yeah. there you go.
1: Yeah, that's where they do their flipy doos before they hit the deck. one main advantage of trampolining as a training tool for other acrobatic sports is that it allows repetitive drill practice for acrobatic experience in every two seconds or less there you go compared with many minutes with sports that enter that involve hills ramps or high platforms in some situations it could also be safer compared to landings on the ground yeah but yeah if you're bouncing and doing that repetitive body motion like your body will just do it yeah. So that makes a ton of sense that they would launch themselves off a diving board. Yeah, it makes more triple sense going Triple cow into the water or whatever. Did you say triple cell cow? Yeah, that's all I know. Is that a
0: thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a figure skating thing. Okay, I was like, wow, this bitch knows a...
1: shit. I think it's in doubles when the one double, like, throws the other, the lighter double into the air, I think. Okay. I might be wrong. As they're spinning and doing shit. I, I don't know, I might be wrong. You could By tell no me anything. I'd no, believe you. <laughs> it's when you're figure skating with your sow cow. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a triple sow cow. I just Sounds remember like that a because... cocktail. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, with milk. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Now. <laughs> I was going to go into safety, but the thing is with that is it's really long. <laughs> we all know that a trampoline's not that safe, and we all know that there was the weird netting that got introduced probably in the late 2000s. Mm-hmm. They were conking their heads on the ground or whatever.
0: Me. Everybody
1: got tripped up in the spring, so we already know there's padding on there.
0: Yeah, but you just oh. got to go through that a couple of times. You got to earn your stripes.
1: Exactly, exactly. So we all know where the safety is at with the trampoline. Question. So <laughs> kind of. I, sometimes you just gotta live and learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought I would end my little series on a mini
0: trampoline and what okay.
1: that is. Oh my god, are we gonna
0: talk about the workouts? <laughs> oh my god,
1: I should have looked into that! But I just think of Kathy Bates on, um, uh, fried green tomatoes when she's in a oh workout kind. And she goes stop in the name. While of... <laughs> she's jumping on the fucking so mini good. trampoline, so funny, so good. Had one. We were jumping on it, but it wasn't nearly as cool as uh, the neighbor kids' trampoline we weren't allowed on. No, never, never. You think it was high, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is its point. A mini trampoline, also known as a rebounder, trampolette, jogging trampoline, or exercise trampoline is a type of trampoline less than 1 meter in diameter and about 30 centimeters off the ground. Often kept indoors and used as a part of physical fitness regime, so-called rebounding pr- provides a form of exercise with low impact on the knees and joints. Nice. Mini trampolines do not give rebound as high as larger recreational or competitive trampolines. Most departments and big box stores sell mini trampolines.
0: Nice. Like Walmart. Yeah. Like Walmart
1: nice (laughs) and it just made me giggle because there's just a cute little picture of a tiny trampoline on somebody's carpet (laughs) 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 i'm like where'd they pull that photo from (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so hilarious (laughs) but like i do
0: i do remember seeing trampolines like not in my house but like some people's houses you go and they'd have like a designated recreation room for the kids or like play room or whatever there'd be one of these little wonky things sitting there yeah Um, it's it like was always lingering in the background. Yeah, but I didn't under Like, as a child, it was never. There wasn't enough danger.
1: Yeah, you can't repel. No. Repel? Yeah. Can't get thrown
0: off of that thing. No. I need, fun. I need the air of the, possi- the potential to break an arm. I need to, like. I need to know that.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I think that's the not danger. much to ask for. No. <laughs> Just a little little spice of life. Just spice, not the life. Yeah. trampolino. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Are you going to ruin our dreams?
0: Uh, it's not that bad. Well, uh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm leaving out the dead child because I just, I've already well, we brought already, it up.
1: We already touched on that.
0: Yeah. And it was, it was actually really fucking sad. I was like, that's not great. Yeah,
1: that's. Totally up. <laughs> yeah
0: it was pretty fucked up I'm sugarcoating it. it was pretty fucked up okay so I'm gonna talk about so I guess I don't know I should bring up so we live there's a city around here where we live called Abbotsford and they used to be like a massive trampoline dealer and like every so often <laughs> it would get really really windy and the trampolines would just fucking blow away
1: is it on the highway yeah Oh, my God. I remember seeing that as a kid. I was like,
0: wow, because there's yeah, so many exactly. fucking trampolines outside. Exactly. It's no longer there anymore. And I couldn't find Aww. the article, but there was a whole thing where they had a problem with their trampolines just fucking yard sailing for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: That's so funny. I didn't yeah. know about that. <laughs> and dangerous.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So from uh, I found an article from the UK, so it's whalesonline.co.uk, but here we go. How windy does it have to be to blow away a trampoline, and how to secure them safely in a storm? Okay.
1: Tie them down.
0: So trampolines look like yeah leashes. Trampolines look like one of the heaviest items in your garden, but trampolines have a tendency to take off during large storms. On Wednesday, a train from. Seoul Swansea to London was delayed for nearly two hours after a trampoline got blown into the tracks near Cardiff Central during Storm Dudley. (laughs) Dudley. (laughs) And in previous storms, there have been many pictures of them being lifted by high winds and blown into roads, railway tracks, landing on cars and causing travel chaos. Mechanical (laughs) engineering professor Dr. Keith Alexander who is on the Standards Committee for Trampoline Safety in America, explains that trampolines act like wings because of the way they are built. He says, from a purely aerodynamic point of view, these things, trampolines, are a wing. He added that if the trampoline stays flat, it's unlikely to take off, but if it ever tilts even just a little bit, it will want to take off and fly. Nets put up around the trampoline help to keep users safe could also add to the problem. Even though most of the air goes through the holes, the net can act like a sail and could be enough to allow the trampoline to tilt. (laughs) It just flies for longer. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Now with whales set to bore the brunt of Storm Eunice, there are tips on how to keep your trampoline safe. The storm is set to hit whales Friday morning, and there's red weather warning in place. The winds are supposed to be up to 100 miles per hour in some places. The wind speed that it takes to lift a trampoline can vary depending on the location in the garden, but there are reports of them being lifted as low as low by winds as low as 40 miles per hour. <laughs> Trees, hedges, and walls that surround gardens often act as natural barriers, so it's important to make sure that your trampoline is placed in the most sheltered area of your garden. Even then, experts recommend late tying, in, tying or anchoring your trampoline down. Trampoline leash. Trampoline leash. <laughs> the website Simple Trampoline says, you know wind speed depends largely upon the regions and varies in different locations. In general, if the wind speed is more than 40 miles per hour, it's considered, it is then considered that the trampolines may blow away. Sometimes trampolines might blow off lower than mentioned speeds. If a trampoline is in an area where the wind is higher than 40 miles per hour, you must avoid the trampoline set up there or take proper grounding to protect the trampoline. Most trampolines should now come with an anchoring kit, but you can also purchase them separately. Anchoring kit. <laughs> I never, ever thought about that. Yeah. I, I, I always funny, thought they were heavy enough to just stay put. I knew about this because of what happened in Abbotsford, but I couldn't find the full article. I was like, oh, so lame. Such a good story.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> the Simple Trampoline Websites advises for securely grounding and anchoring your For securely grounding the anchoring kit, you need to anchor the kit. Oh my god, I can't do this. (laughs) For securely grounding the anchoring kit, you need an anchor kit, anchor hook, and the best trampoline anchors. The trampoline anchor kit must be compatible with a trampoline. You will get an anchor kit with most of the quality trampolines. Trampoline anchor hooks secure the trampoline in one place on the ground, and the best trampoline anchors hold your trampoline down in a strong in strong windy conditions. Holy fucking shit! If I have to say trampoline anchors again.
1: <laughs> say it again. No. Probably it's coming.
0: Doctor Anderson told New Zealand websites told the New Zealand website stuff one thing that's pretty sensible, you could rope it to something. If there's a tree, you could put a rope around it. The wind might blow it, but it won't go anywhere. Trampoline leash. (laughs) Um, Any net should be taken down, and sandbags could also be used to put over the legs of the trampoline to keep them weighed down, or anything that is heavy to keep it grounded. So, there you go. There's that. (laughs) And it's funny, we didn't have that. when we were little it was like
1: ah. we did have a rock on one of them but that's because it was on a slope so you jump on it and it would rock the whole thing so we just had a rock on the one side perfect well and it wasn't even on it actually it was kind of jammed under so <laughs> so it leveled it out a bit
0: <laughs> it's hilarious
1: so stupid uh, that was so what I... the kids did though not the parents they pushed uh-huh. it up the hill a little bit so it was a quick fix but
0: yeah <laughs> So the other, another article I have here is from Puget Sound on, that's like on the island, right? What's it called? Puget Sound. Oh. I don't know if it's
1: on the island. It must be, because it's not on the coast. (laughs) I think it is. Whatever. Okay. It's around, it's around.
0: So, I won't read the title. Okay. So an uproar on a local Facebook page over a trampoline that went missing last week resulted in the trampolines being tracked down and the alleged thief caught wind of the hubbub and called deputies to say he took it. But he did so because he thought it was scrap metal and had been discarded. Interest in the theft of the trampoline, which has been disassembled and left in the yard of a house that was being vacated, started Sunday when a neighbor of the residence posted surveillance images of the man's truck to the Port Orchard Facebook page. The post amounted to a South Kitsap All Points Bulletin. Am I reading it right? The post amounted to a South Kitsap All Points Bulletin, and the comment section filled up with people claiming they knew the truck, and they they knew the sorry claiming they knew the truck's past owners, real time reports of its location, and also that the Kitsap Sheriff Sheriff's office was not responding promptly or taking the missing trampoline seriously. <laughs> One person wrote that because of cases like this, they feel like they are being forced to take the law into their own hands. <laughs> Calm <laughs>
1: down. <laughs> Aww, I feel
0: like this town is very small. Yeah,
1: well. It's a small yeah. town.
0: <laughs> when we when we do we are wrong. Do sorry. When we do we are wrongdoers and the ones who get arrested. Oh, well, I will protect my family and property at all costs. You cannot count on the police. Okay, sir. Just, (laughs) it's a trampoline.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you know. The Facebook viewer eventually came to the attention of the suspect. He then realized he had taken the wrong trampoline, a deputy wrote. The man came to the office (laughs) on Monday morning and said that he had the trampoline, he had the trampoline line and would return it. The suspect told the deputy that after picking up the disassembled trampoline on Thursday, he stopped by a nearby duplex that was under construction and was given a used baseboard heater. Deputies confirmed that he had perha- he had permission to take the scrap metal. At the request of the owner of the trampoline, a report was forwarded to the prosecutors for review for possible charges of third-degree theft. So it just feels like this poor man just thought it was... M- Scrap, but he just picked it up.
1: Yeah, he's like, I can deal with this. And they're like, that's my kid's trampoline.
0: Yeah. And then
1: <laughs> everyone the got this sterling. <laughs> so that's also why I know it's a small town. Yeah. Everybody gets uppity about this small crime.
0: Uh, and now the next one is from Richmond. Oh. Yeah, local, local place. This one's a little bit sad, but it's not a child. Well, that's nice <laughs> so it's from the vancouver sun and the article reads oh, it's from the vancouver sun from um, january 25th 2018 the so police investigate investigating after man dies following visit to richmond trampoline park Ooh. so witnesses to a horrific fatal accident at a trampoline park on saturday in richmond says they were left shocked by the inadequate safety measures at the business Jay Greenwood, 46, died following a fatal injury he sustained during a fall at the Extreme Air Park at said place, Triangle Road. He was playing at the park with his two young daughters at the time. His sister, Adrienne, confirmed his death on Facebook, posting a photo of Greenwood with one of his girls. BC Emergency Health Services received a call about the fall at 7.14 p.m. and dispatched two ambulances, with the first one arriving and seen nine minutes later, spokeswoman Amy Roberts said. Greenwood was transported in critical condition. RCMP arrived at the park shortly before 8 p.m., according to a media release. Before Greenwood dies, died, he was allegedly performing a series of aerobatic maneuvers prior to a fall that caused serious injury and then cardiac arrest. Oh, Curple, wow. Yeah, Corporal Dennis Huang said. Mounties are now investigating. West Vancouver resident Charlie, um, ooh, that's the name, Boski's? was at the park Saturday when his daughter, girlfriend, and girlfriend's son saw Greenwood fall. There was no supervision whatsoever, no instruction prior to going in, nothing, Bowski said. It was very uncomfortable because the kids were jumping on top of kids and kids were staying in the pits. It was pure chaos. Bowski said he noticed Greenwood playing with his two daughters and they acknowledged one another. Later, his own daughter alerted him when he saw one of Greenwood's girls at the park front, park's front desk pleading for help from a staff member. His daughter, his daughter's at the front desk, screaming and crying. My dad's stuck. He's not breathing. And the front desk attendant said, "One moment. I'm just checking in these customers. I'll be right with you." Bowsky said. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> one moment. Yeah. Bowski said when staff didn't respond immediately, he went to check on Greenwood and found him not moving. The children continue to play nearby with no staff in sight. I'm screaming. Did anyone call 911? What's going on? I jumped into the pit. I I run. There's every I run there and everyone's still there. I pull him up. He's down there completely blue white face. Bowski said. As they waited for paramedics, staff allowed the children to remain in the area where Greenwood lay and continue to check in new customers. Bowski said, (laughs) he said, it seems as though there was no protocol in place to handle this kind of emergency. Someone should have. Yeah, a million percent. These these are kids, running kids. They don't know what they're doing. Something should have been in place to say, hey, there's something seriously wrong. Everyone has to clear the area. We need to address this. We're closed. Well, at least temporary to further notice. That place needs to have a first aid attendant on site, period. That's actually shocking that they don't.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, they probably do now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Vanessa Vermas, 35, of Vancouver, was checking into the park Saturday with her sister and her four friends when they found Greenwood's elder daughter pleading with the staff to help her. I guess she had been trying to get their attention for a while, and they weren't listening to her, she said. Vermis said the group called 911 before escorting the children away from the foam pit where Greenwood apparently had sustained a very severe neck injury. The staff asked to turn off video monitors in the waiting area where they were broadcasting images of the injured man. Good job. Uh, She said she felt bad for the trampolines. uh, She said she felt bad for the trampolines parks. Three staff. Who appeared to be there in their teens or early twenties and seemed woefully unprepared to respond to such a serious situation, One staffer told Vermes that none of them had first aid training. God, well, the person at the front desk was probably like, "If I just keep working, someone else'll deal with this well or <laughs> or they don't understand the repercussions, and they know that they're going to get fired if they don't do their job, yeah, yeah, or that too, or the severity, not the repercussions, whatever. Two older men, apparently owners or managers, arrived later when the customers were giving police their statements. Vermes said earlier one of them had had tried to have a staff rearrange the phone pit where Greenwood had fallen, but they were stopped by the paramedics. Vermes said her group stayed close to Greenwood's older daughter until the grandparents came to pick them both up. This girl was so confident her dad was going to be okay, Vermes said. She showed us an immense amount of courage because it was so traumatizing. You're told as a kid if you need something, call 911, ask for help. She was begging for help and nobody helped her. Extreme Air Park released an unsigned email statement later on Wednesday. As as a family entertainment company whose highest priority is at the safety of its customers, we are devastated by this incident and our thoughts and prayers are with the families involved. At this time, we are doing everything we can assist the authorities and agencies that are looking into this matter. The firm also has locations in New Westminster, Langley, and Calgary, according to its website. <clears throat> the Richmond's location is advertised as Canada's largest trampoline park at 42,000 square feet. And three employees. <laughs> three employees. <laughs> hopefully four now. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully four. <laughs> the Ministry of Public Safety, Technical Safety, British Columbia, and the R- the City of Richmond all said they are not responsible for regulating trampoline parks. WorkSafeBC BC. Ex- ex- inspected extreme air park in Richmond three times between 2013 and 2015. The employer is not maintaining at the workplace in a form of acceptable to the board, a record of all injuries and exposures to contaminants covered by the occupational health and safety regulation that are reported or treated according to a report on September 5th, 2013. As well the park had not developed and implemented an exposure control plan to protect workers from potential occupational exposure to bloodborne pathogens. Stick. That's
1: close.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not into Chris, that. <laughs> Chris Harris, who opened the Ginger Bros burrito food truck in Greenwood in Victoria in twenty fifteen, was devastated after the news of his friend's death. Eris says he was disturbed by witness reports that the Extreme Air Park staff did not know how to respond to his friend's injury. Obviously, there has to be a bit of personal accountability, he said, for them not to have a clue what to do. It's completely unacceptable, and now his two little girls have been left without a dad. Eris said he first began working as a carpenter for Greenwood in Victoria five years ago, shortly after moving there from Australia. He took me under his wing, Eris said. He was always super happy, really fun-loving. And incredibly generous towards me and basically anyone he would come in contact with. He, deserved, he described Greenwood as a cheeky bastard, but with a sharp, good-natured sense of humor. Greenwood adored his partner and two daughters. He loved them more than anything in the world. Iris said. He was an incredible father, even when we were building. Even when we were building, basically he'd go to their school just about every lunchtime to spend ten minutes with them. According to court documents, the Richmond-based companies that ran several Extreme Air Park locations across Metro Vancouver have been at the center of several civil actions in the past several years. Extreme Air Park, Inc. was incorporated in January 2012 and lists Michael Marti as the sole director and president, as well as the Richmond Trampoline Park's location as its mailing address according to the BC Registry Services. Another another firm, Extreme Air Park 2, also lists Marty as a sole director and president with the same address and was incorporated in June 2013. In June 2016, a four-year-old boy was attending a birthday party bouncing on the trampoline, and according to Langley Park location, when he fell, his right leg extended. When he fell with his right leg extended, according to the notice of claim filed in B.C. Small Claims Court, the claim asserted that the company failed to maintain the trampoline in a safe condition and failed to give any warning or adequate warning of the dangerous conditions of the trampolines. A settlement by, consen- a settlement by consent was reached this month for $3,000. That's not that much.
1: Nope. And
0: Marty, was representative of the company, agreed to conduct a review of their practices and procedures relating to, the- related to children under the ages of five years. In April twenty fifteen, uh, plaintiff Yusuf Ahmed filed a notice of civil claim in the Extreme Court of BC against Extreme Air Park Inc. after he fell when the trampoline broke, giving <gasps> his <laughs> giving his right shin bone a compound fracture. Oh, the company no. denied the claims in response in a response filed in February twenty seventeen, saying the trampoline was in good working condition on the day that he allegedly fell, and that it uses a regular system of expense Inspection and maintenance. So just like, How do it's they all, explain
1: his broken leg?
0: I know. it's just all How do you explain
1: up? that then? He had that before he came in? Like, <laughs> come on, guys. Aww. In March
0: 2017, Extreme Air Park Inc. filed a separate notice of civil claim against Beaumont uh, text-based trampoline parks and supplies, which it said designed, manufactured, and installed its trampolines. The claim said, if Extreme Air Park is liable to Mr. Ahmed which is denied Then extreme air park says the trampoline parks that caused or contributed to the fall. So this is if they're trying to shift the blame. Yeah. It seems like they're always trying to shift the blame. Another plaintiff, Roberto Bresciani described in a notice of civil claim filed with the Supreme Court of BC as a businessman who lives in Washington state said in February, 2013 that he and his wife and their two kids were at extreme air parks in Richmond's location when he said he was jumping and he landed on the metal framing between and supporting the trampolines and was seriously injured. His injuries included various broken bones and dislocated joints. In a yes. response filed on June, 2014 extreme air park, Inc denied those claims. A co- consent order to dismiss the claims was filed in December, 2015. So that is my thing on extreme air parks. Jesus extreme air parks, extreme air park, Inc um it's a lot to unpack there but I have a good closer that's nice so it turns out if you live in Las Vegas (laughs) I like where this is going they have an attorney that works out of Las Vegas that's specifically educated in trampoline injury law
1: (laughs) of course there's probably so many trampolines in Vegas, on though, and everyone's drunk there. So. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. Las Vegas That's trampoline injury, injury attorney. That's hilarious. Now um, I'm dying to
1: know what establishments has a trampoline.
0: So, and this goes on. So this is from a company called Drummond Law Firm, mm-hmm. and they say so. While many backyard activities such as swimming pools, fire pits, firecrackers present known dangers to children and adults alike, trampolines and bounce houses are often not considered dangerous. As such, many people put one up in their backyards and will allow others to use them without properly assessing the risk or forging their parent's signature. Maybe. (laughs) Or taking steps to prevent injury. If you or your child are injured from a trampoline or bounce house, the homeowner apartment complex, condominium, homeowners association, or business may be legally responsible for the injury. According to the research of the American Academy of Pediatrics, between 2008 and 2017, trampoline-related fractures increased by an average of 3.85% in the United States. The main reason for the, dram- dramatic, increase, uh, the dramatic increase concern trampoline injuries outside of the home plays a recreational sport. Further, the American Academy of Pediatrics has consistently discouraged the home use of trampolines. The uh, Pediatricians are not alone in recognizing the dangers of trampoline use. The United States Consumer Product Safety Commission recommends taking these steps to help prevent tragic deaths and serious trampoline injuries. Allow one person on the trampoline at a time. Boring. I know, so (laughs) boring. Trampoline enclosures help to prevent injuries or falls, except when boring. they make sails and launch your trampoline into the sky.
1: What's <laughs> you want it? Yeah, like what
0: happens if your trampoline falls out of the sky and smacks someone in the face? <laughs> stuff yeah. that we didn't know that were fucking worries. <laughs> yeah. Place your trampoline away from structures, trees, and other play areas. Well then how do you jump off the roof onto it? Or the fence or the tree. Or the house. So yeah. <laughs> Children under six should not use a full size trampoline. Well, they're pretty little. That's, yeah,
1: that's good. Yeah. Okay. You know what we would do? What? They'd have to be the egg, and then we'd have to crack the egg. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Except for you, just, like, double-bounce them, and they go fucking flying. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, for me, that was Emily's little sister, Sarah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ours was Tam. <laughs> Yikes. Tam-ham.
0: So cute. Tam-ham. Love that. Her
1: name's Tamara. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, supervise children who use a trampoline. Yeah, that's a fucking great idea. <laughs> Do not use if there's high wind because the trampoline can shift, move, or blow away. No! no. Then you'll up in your neighbor's yard. Or on a train track. <laughs> or on a freeway. Yeah. <laughs> or in your home. <laughs> just, just, or sorry, inspect the trampoline regularly to make sure nothing is missing. There are no rips, tears in the pad. If you, Ooh. your child... Family member or friend have been injured while using a trampoline or bounce house. Give our office a call for a free case review to discuss your potential claim, lawyers! Yeah.
1: I wonder if it's just like people in Las Vegas just love trampolines and bouncy castles, like the locals I don't there. I think they
0: like to sue people. The last time I was there, there were so many attorney laws. Oh, yeah, they're always. Yeah, Definitely. whatever.
1: I wonder um, if that's like a Nevada thing or a Vegas know. thing or just I I think the states generally like to sue yeah. each other.
0: Got drunk, got married, we got you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, you
1: jumped in the neighbor's trampoline. Okay, yeah.
0: got you. And then to to fully put a pretty bow around this, I broke my fucking arm on a trampoline. Yeah, we just briefly touched on that. Yeah, so we can elaborate this way. Yeah. I can't remember how old, I think I was nine, I think I was nine, so I'm over the age of six, so that's good, because that's (laughs) what that said. But just barely. (laughs) Yeah. And...
1: Upside down six.
0: We would, we would always bounce around the trampoline like a bunch of dum-dums, it was so much fun, and then, I don't know if you remember, but the opportunity of an adult on the trampoline with you was like the holy grail, because they could bounce the hell out of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: So, other than like the multiple occasions I fell off it head first and gave myself a concussion or like got stuck in the springs. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. I'm in the spring.
0: Just oh, yeah, fully mangled. Um, other than those things, so this one particular time, my, I think it was my sister and I, I, it must, yes, that had to have been it. We're fucking around the trampoline. My dad, we convinced my dad to come on the trampoline, which is like, <laughs> again, the best. Okay. Yeah. So he like, Grabbed my sister, swung her around, and like dropped her, and she hit yeah. the trampoline, bounced in the air. And it was so much fun. Yeah. And I'm and she's lighter than me because she's two years younger than me. So I'm watching this. And I'm like, this is sick. And so then I I I don't know. I got I convinced my dad like, me! and he's like, obviously got to do both of you. Yeah. Spins me around by my arm, like my or my leg or something. Lets me go. I go flying. Hit the trampoline. Immediate arm broken. Like ah! I fully broke all the bones. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. I broke my kids. arm. I, think I broke all the bones above my elbow. I think I, the one it's a one bone, right? Yeah, it's one bone there. I know stuff. So completely broken in half, fully clean break. My left arm, I'm right-handed. I remember like, I'm like, dad, I'm like, it's broken. And I immediately went into shock. So I like, didn't even feel it anymore. And then he's like, no, 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 it's not. Get up. I'm like, no, no, it, it's fully broken. I know that it's broken. And he's like, You're, no, like, no.
1: passing out. <laughs> well, he...
0: My poor father was in shock as well because he couldn't believe it. That just happened. He was like, what the fuck? I broke my kid's arm.
1: Yeah. No, that's like a crazy amount of guilt.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's <laughs> his fault. Like, fuck. That was a... Like, okay. Whoops.
1: Fuck. Yeah, it works a hundred times except for that one time.
0: Yeah. And also, like... I don't know, gravity, man. I'm heavier than my sister. It is what it is. It's just, it's just fucking happened. Whoops. Yeah. So he picks me up and he's carrying me to the the house door because he has to get into the house, get my, like, he's yelling for my mom, but my mom isn't, she's cooking or something, right? Like, it's not, yeah. her, also not her fault. She's, no one knew this was going to happen. So he's like, I'm like in his arms and, uh, like this way. So with my head to his right arm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Kelsey, you have to open the door. And you're like, yeah. and I'm like, I can't open the door. And he was like, you, you can, you can do it. And I think I remembered kind of gingerly getting my right hand over and getting the door open, but I was like so afraid to move my left arm because I knew it was fucking broken, and yeah. I knew from watching copious amounts of TV, because TV raised me,
1: <laughs>
0: that if yeah. I moved my arm, it would fuck the bone up. Yeah. So I was like, I can't move my arm. I have to keep it. And that's, that's, it didn't hurt because I was in shock, mm-hmm. but I knew that I couldn't move it. So that's why I was like, try to get that door open.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> and then we
0: got in the house. He got my mom. My mom was like, what the fuck? And I was like, mom, my arm's broken. And everyone's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fly like a batter to hell down to the eMERGE unit in Langley. Uh, wait there forever. I don't even know what's happening. I'm like, oh, my arm's broken, but I don't feel anything. So it's fine. And then my parents are panicking because I are their child. But, um, and your dad's uh, like, I almost killed my kid. I almost yeah, killed my kid. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor, poor man. Poor dad. Yeah. And I remember my mom being like, okay, if anyone asks you. If your your dad, yeah. no, it was your sister. No, she's like, your dad double bounced you and you fell. And that's that. And I was like, okay, perfect. Yeah. And so anyways, finally, Emily, (laughs)
1: yeah, well, they,
0: and that was the story that we kept for years and years and years and years and years because my dad felt so bad. That was funny, but I just, you know, he felt so bad. So anyways, we got finally in because Emily's mom was there. They realized how fucked up my arm was. And the doctors were like, if she had moved that arm just a little bit, we would have had to have full surgery and reset the bones because he's like, it was such a. It's like, it was such a clean break that there was nothing connecting it. Whoa. Like if she had fucking started wiggling around or something and like, that would have been like, we would have had to reset it. You're so lucky for your cabled education. So don't ever fucking tell me TV isn't educational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes. yeah, they did the thing. I had a couple casts. It was fun. It was really itchy at healed it took a long time for rehab like I couldn't when I took my cast off I couldn't bend my arm straight like I couldn't do it so they wanted me to see a physiotherapist my parents couldn't afford it so like yeah my mom would just work with me and the arm is you would never even know anything happened but also I was nine so
1: yeah that's a good age to bust something
0: honestly. right like that's when you do the it bones
1: are so growing and stuff so
0: yeah there's that <laughs> yeah so here you go that's that was my thing
1: wow that was yeah. very well rounded.
0: Thank you. So I was like, maybe <laughs> I need—do I need crime? Am I the crime? Am Kelsey's I the drama? The
1: <laughs> Kelsey's the drama this week.
0: Yeah. Do you have a joke to end on? I
1: don't. I totally I do. dropped the
0: ball. I okay, do. good. Yeah. Are you ready? What is it? Yeah. I met the—I met the dude who invented trampolini.
1: <laughs> who was he?
0: He was a nice guy, but he was a little bit jumpy.
1: That's silly. (laughs) It's a little bit (laughs) jumpy. So bad, but I was like, it's perfect. (laughs) So bad, but it's perfect. She bailed. All the jokes are bad that we say here anyway. They should be. Yes, they should be. should be. So, what's a good, or, yeah, a joke's not good unless it's bad. There you go.
0: Personal opinion. Personal, personal opinion.
1: My personal opinion.
0: I love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. And also I've been on a trampoline Uh, at, what is it, like Delta Gymnastics, and I didn't break anything. So we're good. Oh, nice. I was like in 2020 20 or 2019 before the world closed. Yeah. Ah, the last hurrah. The last hurrah, yeah, before Sprung we all became into COVID. <laughs> this thing sometimes like like i like people and i i like people i like going out i like things but like this other sweatpant clad superhero <laughs> or supervillain whatever my alter ego my sweatpant alter ego you know i feel her a lot <laughs> yeah
1: yeah no i like it
0: and 2020 I'm, I'm, I'm is really so-
1: comfort before but now i really am down for comfort right it's
0: like, <laughs> it was really fun when i looked good but i had to do do a thing
1: yeah yeah
0: and <laughs> yeah this is it, i i feel like i'm in a new relationship with myself and i'm like i like it do wear it. those baggy pants wear those yeah. baggy pants do the do the things you can sit and
1: move around. Yeah, fart in your podcast, whatever. You fart on your podcast, no one will even know. I did it. So. It just catches in there. <laughs> it holds on to it. In my might So yet? You don't have to. My dad would call <laughs> that
0: my dad would call that a filter. A filter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he he'll he'll have like a terrible fart, essentially shit himself and he's like, Oh, fucked up my filters.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I was like,
0: Dad, go to the bathroom.
1: Pants are filters. Got it. <laughs> you yeah. go to the bathroom. Don't
0: tell me out. about it. Pick out that double filter on you. You, you have know, to they... your, your undies and your pants. <laughs> yeah. I, I like perpetually envision men's Heinz white underwear as coffee filters now.
1: Oh my god it is so true. <laughs> also, why are why is underwear white? Yeah, why? why?
0: should be black. I bought brown. a pack
1: of thongs once. Or yellow. And it was like black, navy blue, and white. And I'm like, who wears a white thong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was asking for trouble.
0: Like bl- black, brown, or red for sure.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. you got yeah, everything's covered.
0: <laughs> white. White is a mistake. It's a mistake. even did you see there was an instagram or tiktok or i can't remember what it was and it was talking about like the ph levels of our nether regions and shit and, and how like the 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 ph is it's higher lower higher i assume whatever we're like it'll it'll actually it will remove color in fabric oh yeah yeah it's like your, yeah.
1: your fluids are more acidic or something
0: like yeah that. so i'm just like Question. So is white the answer then? But I don't even know because then it doesn't. It just gets fucked up anyways.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, they are literally for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> you can look at my my bleached
0: bath. <laughs> like what is happening? How do don't we reach how do we or <laughs> navigate this?
1: Yeah, it's either that the or the, the white song that needs bleach. <laughs> yeah, but even
0: still, man.
1: My God.
0: Can't win. Set up for failure. I mean, Either way. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to... I don't know. I can't. Gre- green? No. Green?
1: I don't know. Oh, are you thinking of
0: colors? I'm just thinking of something that won't be so obvious if it, if the color gets lifted from our, like, acidic vaginas.
1: I think... <laughs> I think red would probably be the best. I then think it just red turn is probably... orange.
0: Yeah, I think. I, I mean,
1: what would that even look like? I guess we'll have to do science. Check back Ooh. with you guys later. Tie dye. <laughs> or you could just tie dye it. Fucking bam. Yeah. Now, Marble. are we gonna do organic tie dye, or are we gonna actually tie dye it? I don't.
0: I don't know. I didn't.
1: Like, are you gonna take a pair of underwear and tie it all up, and then shove it in your pants for the day? And <laughs> oh, <fuck>. that's what <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Or are we going to go old school and just get die?
0: <laughs> just get, see, I like the creativity I'm here for, but I just feel like after the lead-up the lead prior was how much I really enjoy my comfort levels, and that just feels like... <laughs> too much, too much. <laughs> I, it feels like I would have an unwanted hot dog in my panties for... <laughs> <laughs>
1: for the duration of your day. Yeah. And people are going to make eye contact with you while you have a conversation.
0: Yeah, and, and I already don't live with a guy right now, so no hot dogs.
1: <laughs> no hot dogs. Even if they fabric.
0: Even if they're fabric. If they're fabric.
1: We're doing it old school.
0: Yeah, so we're just going to go with the regular dye.
1: Yeah, go to your local and
0: dollar store and
1: get some dye. See dye. where we land. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, That was a good way to end
0: a trampoline episode, must yeah, say.
1: I'd say. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, if you know the perfect color of your underwear, let us know at deepnerder at gmail.com or... At at deep on instagram and if you want to listen to this bullshit it's available on the net like so many things are yeah google it whether <laughs> you want it or not this exists
1: yeah sorry guys
0: we are fucking so sorry but it just so <laughs> happens to be enjoyable so we keep coming back
1: <laughs> all right sick all right till next time Bye! Bye, Nora! Yes. Bye! Nailed it.